This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. A beautiful day for now in the borough. Of course, looks like some more weather on the way, but. You know, if you're a baseball coach these days, you got to play weatherman. You got to be part-time meteorologist. I know a couple ball games today have been moved up like 30 minutes or an hour, so coaches are always struggling with that. Our guest today knows all too much about it. Jim Toman, the skipper for MTSU men's uh, baseball. Uh, coach, uh, the weather does present challenges. <laughs> yeah, Monty, it, it, we're just not coaching, but we're – we're definitely taking a look at the hourly and the 10-day forecast, and pretty much every day we have to do something weather-related. Like today, uh, we'll practice from about 2 to 4. Before we head off to the weight room, we got to get the tarp on the field. It's supposed to rain at 5 or 6, and it's going to rain all night and all day tomorrow. Rice is supposed to come in here and practice on our field, so they won't be able to practice on the field. They'll probably just practice inside, and we'll take the tarp off maybe tomorrow night at 9 or 10 at night, uh, and then uh, we should be good to go. We're playing Thursday at 3, Friday a doubleheader at 1, and Saturday we play another game at 1. So four games against Rice, and we'll take Sunday off for Easter Sunday. Well, that'll be good to play that game. Um, if you go by the forecast, it's going to be pretty doggone cold Thursday night, so it's probably a good idea to get that one in uh, during the daytime. Yeah, we moved the game up to 3 o'clock on Thursday because it's a high of 48. But it'll be sunny on, on Thursday, and we'll play at 3 o'clock in the sun. It won't be exactly 70 or anything like that, but it'll it'll be close to 50 when we start. And then Saturday, the weather look, or Friday, the weather looks a little bit better, a little bit warmer. We've got two seven-inning games. Uh, that's how we're doing it at Conference USA now. Uh, and then Saturday, it'll be even even warmer, and we'll play at 1 o'clock. So uh, four big games against uh, against Rice. And uh, historically, you know, they've been one of the better teams in Conference USA. And uh, so we'll have uh, – we're, we're looking forward to playing this week. Um. Now the seven inning games, um, if they're if they're scoreless at the end of seven, do you put a runner aboard or do you play it out? No, the seven inning games we're not going to use the MLB uh, 
extra inning rule. It's just the nine inning game. So on Thursday we'll play one nine inning game, and if it's tied after nine, then we'll put a runner at second. But uh, them seven inning games are just straight baseball, and if they go up fifteen innings, they go fifteen innings. But uh, it's just the nine inning games that the NCAA is allowing you to use the Major League Baseball rule for extra innings. Jim Toman, MTSU's baseball coach, joining us today. Coach, you've had a small sample size now of four-game series. You, you had one at uh, Memphis, and we'll look back a little at that in a minute. And then, of course, you had your conference opener this past weekend at UAB. Uh, your thoughts on the four games? Well, it's a little bit different because them, them seven-inning games just seem to go awful quick. And if you don't score early, you know, you're looking at in the third or fourth inning, you're, you're already trying to bunt guys up and play for one run, it seems like. And then – then the next day you play a nine-inning game, and it seems like it's a, a marathon. But uh, it's okay. I, I don't know if we'll do that again next year in Conference USA. We're not really sure yet. But uh, it's a good way to get in. We're getting in 32 conference games in eight weekends. So, we're you know, we're, we're playing a lot of conference games. We're not playing as many midweek games because we are playing the four games on the weekend. But uh, – you know, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. We're trying to figure out uh, the best way to use our pitchers for it. And, uh, you know, we had a pretty good weekend at uh, UAB. They got a good scrappy club, and uh, we, we split with them two and two. So we're hanging in there. We're two and two in the league. And uh, you know, this weekend will just be the uh, second week of Conference USA play. So, uh, you know, you're always looking. We, we've got to finish in the top eight to get to that conference tournament and have a chance to win that and uh, get get that automatic bid to the NCAA regionals. So our guys have been fired up and we're playing pretty hard. And I, I think we're, we're showing some good signs of having some toughness. So, um, you know, I like where we're at right now. Looking back at your series against Memphis, and I'm, I know you're looking at you could have won about every game, I guess. Uh, you don't see too often you're on the short end of 2-1-0 game, 2-1 to nothing games yeah. in the same weekend. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of factors involved in that. I mean, we're, you know, at times uh, we've hit the ball pretty well. And at Memphis, they had a couple of good arms. They threw a, a guy early that uh, pitched really well, and they won one nothing. And then and we beat them up pretty good the second game. And then the third game, they threw the first time we faced a lefty with a good changeup and a curveball and kind of had us a little baffled there, you know, out on the front foot. But, uh he did a nice job, and then and we showed a little toughness and came back and won that last. Uh, well, this past weekend we had a chance to, you know, at, at uh, UAB we were trying to uh, even the series up, and on Sunday we had a really good outing and came back. So the guys have been playing hard, and uh, uh, I guess the Memphis series was the only only series that we've lost all year. So most of them we've won or we've split, and the Memphis series kind of got away from us. But in that series, I felt like we grew a little bit, and I thought we found out some things about our squad. I mean, we came back in the late innings and hit a three-run homer. To, you know, we'll go, we'll go ahead by three in extra innings, and uh, our pitching has been great. But uh, we, we didn't get it done that day, but I still felt we took something out of that series. And uh, – I think that's going to help us down the road. I think we know we can come back now, and we have a little bit more confidence offensively. And, 
you know, I just, I'm just thinking that as the weather warms up, our bats will get a little bit better, and we're having a little bit more quality at bats. And so we, we're, we're hanging in there right now. I tell you what, you know, they, they put y'all in divisions this year. That's quite a beast of a division you're in. I mean, you mentioned Rice, uh, always a perennial power. Um, them in Southern Miss are, got off to one and three starts, so I guess that says a lot about uh, San Antonio and La Tech as well. Well, Louisiana Tech has beat some big big teams. Yeah. Uh, I think they beat Arkansas when they were number one, and I think they beat Ole Miss. And, and uh, they had some really close games against Southern Miss, and they won three out of four. So Louisiana Tech and Florida Atlantic look like the teams to beat right now. Texas San Antonio could really swing the bats, and uh, they—I think they're one of their players was National Hitter of the Week this past week. And uh, so you know, our, the conference the side, our side uh, is really doing well because you know Southern Miss is going to be good, and Rice historically has been really good. San Antonio looks like they're hot, and. Uh, you know, the best team on our side might be Louisiana Tech. I mean, they're ranked, I think, in the top 25 right now. Yeah. Uh, so, it'll be fun. It'll be challenging. But, uh, you know, I, I like our squad and I like our makeup. And uh, we're working extremely hard. And we're going to have a good practice today. And and we'll head to the weight room. And then we'll practice again tomorrow. And uh, we'll crank it up against Rice on Thursday at 3 o'clock. I tell you, if you if you win pitcher of the week in this conference, you've been you were unbelievable that night because there's some unbelievable starting pitching going on right now. Yeah, yeah, it just seems like the pitchers are all bigger and stronger now, and they're throwing really hard. And uh, if if they can add a secondary pitch or change up and locate a little bit, it's hard to hit right now. And it just seems that way in all of baseball. It goes from high school to college to pros. Uh, it's more of an emphasis on harder, bigger, harder throwing pitchers. And, uh, you know, we, we'd like to – we've been the last two weeks doing a really good job with our hitters, Coach Hunt, uh, and working with a two-strike approach and getting them in the mindset that it is not okay to strike out. And that uh, it just seems like all over – uh, in baseball nowadays, they're worried about the home run and the big swings and the power, and power arms and power this. And I'd rather have guys uh, with uh, really scrappy at bats and guys that uh, make contact and put the ball in play. Because when you put the ball in play, you have a chance. they got to make a play. But if you keep striking out, then you're not putting any pressure on the defense at all. So. Well, our focus right now is to put more balls in play and have a little bit tougher at bats, and and I think that'll help us down the road. Jim Toman, MTSU's baseball coach, joining us today. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, 
a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Hi guys, this is Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Tennessee Titans. During these uncertain times, like you, I'm focused on keeping my family and myself safe and healthy. While many areas of our lives have been put on hold, health emergencies are still taking place. Don't wait to seek treatment for an emergency. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas Hospitals are open 24-7 and have strict safety precautions in place. I'm sharing this message with all of my Middle Tennessee neighbors. Don't wait to seek treatment for an emergency. Go straight to the ER. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Tonight on WGNS, we've got State Farm Prep Baseball coverage for you from Oakland. The Oakland Patriots will take on the Stewart's Creek Red Hawks, two of the hottest teams in high school baseball in the area. 5.50 will be our airtime. 6 o'clock will be the first pitch. John Dinkins and I will have the coverage for you tonight on WGNS. On Thursday, Braves baseball. The Braves open up at the Philadelphia Phillies for the Major League Baseball season. 1.50 will be our airtime on WGNS on Thursday, so hope you'll join us for that. We'll break away around 5.45 to get you to Middle Tennessee baseball as they host Rice. It's the first of four games over the weekend. On Friday, they play a doubleheader beginning at 12.45 airtime. And on Saturday, it's a 10.45 airtime for the Blue Raiders as they host Rice. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Jim Toman, MTG's baseball coach, joins us today. All right, coach, last weekend you go to UAB. Uh, your pitching has been unbelievable, but your starters, I guess, uh, um, uh, had some struggles a little bit. Yeah, it was the first time this year that uh, uh, first two starters struggled a little bit. Uh, I thought uh, UAB had a, you know, I think they, they had five or six left-handers in the lineup, so we knew it was a little bit of a matchup problem with our right-handers. And then uh, when we started throwing our lefties, uh, we had a little bit more success. And then uh, – David Zaws is a left-handed reliever, and he came in and got two saves. So um, 
it was definitely a deal with, with UAB where you got to throw lefties more than righties, and uh, they, they swung the bats pretty well against our right-handers. Our guys were still competing out there, and we had, a, you know, we, we actually felt like uh, uh, first, first it was the first conference weekend, and uh, uh, we don't ever make excuses, but we went from a really big zone at Memphis. Uh, real big zone with the umpires, and they did it. You know, they were very fair for both teams. And then we 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 went to conference USA umpire, and and, and you had to throw it right down the middle. It seemed like, but uh, uh, they were really good umpires as well. But it was definitely a different zone, and then that happens a lot, almost every year when you get into conference. It seems like uh, it's a little smaller zone, so our pitchers need to understand that and uh, need to hit their spots, and uh, hitters need to understand that they can take a few more pitches and they're allowed to walk. Um, but uh, we got to adjust to whatever umpires we have, and it took us a while to get going down there at UAB, but uh, they definitely are a scrappy team, and they have predominantly left-handed hitting lineups. So, and we play them four more times, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll end up probably throwing a lot more lefties at them the next time. And um, got a big start on Sunday, though, out of Seabrook. Uh, that's big to win that game. And, um, it, you know, you go on the road, you at least want to split, I know. Uh, well, you, you want to win them all, but obviously. and yeah. uh, But you don't, you well, know. After, yeah, that's after a, you go one and two, first three, you're staring, you know, one and three in the conference. You know, that's what you're staring at if you lose. So. You don't want to put pressure on your team, but I told them that this is our biggest game of the year, and we need to come out, and we need to have energy, and we need to play hard, and we need to get good pitching, play good defense, and we need to have some timely hitting, and we need to get out of here with a W. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm hopeful that this team seems to react when we need to. And uh, they showed some toughness in the previous series at Memphis, even though we lost three out of four. And then we came back uh, – at UAB and uh, winning the whole game, and uh, it was only three to one. But uh, our pitchers were really good. Seaburn uh, and Zaz, uh, you know, combined for you know one run. So, uh, and and we really hit the ball well too. It, it was wind was blowing in on Sunday, but uh, had it been blowing out, we, we might have scored seven or eight runs probably. But anyway, the guys, you know, they, they came back and did what we had to do. You can't go on the road and go one and three in the league. You got to at least split, and then at home, you know, you got to split or you got to win three out of four. So, hopefully, uh, we'll be ready to do that this weekend. Okay, as we said, we do have Rice coming in this uh, week again. Thursday will be the first game at three doubleheader on um, Friday at one o'clock, and then the Saturday game will be off for uh, Easter. Uh, tell us a little bit about Rice. What you know about them? Well, I know that they've been in the College World Series a lot of times. Uh, <laughs> Matt Bragg is their new coach, been there. This is his third year, and uh, he was at Tennessee Tech and got them into a super regional, did a really nice job at Tennessee Tech. And, uh, you know, they, they're, they've got a, a good team. They're, they're probably similar to us in that, uh, you know, you have your first year, Matt uh, didn't probably get to recruit anyone because it was probably got a job in June or July, and then the second year was COVID. So this is this is really our first year, and we still have COVID going on. So uh, 
they're not. Uh, they're, I think they're 500 right now, and Texas San Antonio beat them three out of four, and they're very. You know, so it's too early to know exactly who's going to, you know, do well in the league. But uh, Rice is certainly capable, and I'm sure they've got a bunch of drafted players. We're in the process of getting all the scouting reports on them, and uh, but uh, you know, I'm sure they, you know they usually run some. Yeah, some 90, 94 mile an hour pitchers out there. So uh, we we know that they're going to have good arms and they're going to have good players. And uh, you know they're probably not happy with their first weekend, I'm sure. But uh, you know, just, just like us, we're two and two. I think they're one and three in the league. But uh, each week is a different week. Uh, we did move up the the game this week to Thursday. Uh, due to Easter Sunday, so we'll play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll take off and have an off day and uh, go to church for Easter. Um, the um, one thing's about your your team, you got some guys. If they, if they get on base, you guys are going to run. You've got a lot of stolen bases early in the year. Yeah, yeah. Well. Early in the year, we didn't hit very well, so we figured we'd better run and hit and run and squeeze and steal some bases and go first to third, take extra bases when we can. Obviously, we'd like to hit a little bit better than we have, and I think we will. We've got some capable hitters, but that has to be part of our offense, and uh, we do have uh, quite a few bags right now, and and we're always going to be aggressive, I, I believe, in being aggressive. Now, if we have nine guys in the lineup that can hit the ball out, uh, it's okay to hit 100, 100 home runs in a year, too. But right now, when we're not hitting that well, then we need to find some way to score some runs. And uh, and, and our guys have done a nice job uh, uh, with running the bases and stealing bases. That would probably lead the league in stolen bases. Um, before we let you go, uh, is anybody going to beat the Dodgers this year? Boy, they look like they got a good rotation, that's for sure. And Man. uh they got a good lineup and uh you know, it's hard to know. I'm a pirate fan, so I'm just worried about the pirates. So I'm hoping that they can stay out of the cellar this year, but I'm still a pirate fan because I'm from Pittsburgh. Well, I knew you I was gonna ask you about the pirates. I didn't know with COVID or anything, if you got to see or talk to Michael McHenry any over, you know, during the the off season, I know he's back with their uh, uh, network uh, as an analyst. Yeah, he's doing the radio work for them, and uh, and uh, he's a great representative of our school, and he supports our program, and just a great guy, a guy that uh, had a great career here and played in the big leagues, and now he's you know trying to start that career as a radio guy. But uh, I wish we had Michael in the lineup this weekend; that that would help a lot. Uh, yeah, it would. <laughs> no, no question about that. But you're right. Great, great representative for the uh, university, and uh, I still think he might have some coaching in his blood too. Yeah, he may. I don't know. They're probably paying paying him a little bit of money to do that radio stuff. And yeah, it's true. A big, still in the big league environment, so uh, I, I'm sure he'll do well at whatever he decides he wants to do. All righty, Coach. It was great to spend some time with you. Good luck to the Blue Raiders this week. All right, Monty. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's Jim Toman joining us today on All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters 
will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Happy traffic coming in from Davidson County into Rutherford. No surprise there. Traffic's been busy out here. Outbound last catches Pike. We did see quite a bit of radar earlier on 24 out around Epps Mill Road. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken will be open inside the National Museum of African American Music on Broadway coming up in May. All the details, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. <laughs> it's in stereo. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup, man, score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk uh, Lady Raider golf to start off today. Middle Tennessee dug itself a hole 
early on day one of the Chattanooga Classic, but bounced back nicely in the afternoon round to land squarely in the middle of the 13-team field at 36 over par 6-12. The Blue Raiders found themselves as far down the leaderboard as 12th at times in the opening round, but dug deep and used the third-best team round of the afternoon to climb back to 7th place by the end of round 2. Junior Catherine Caudill was the lone bright spot in round 1, firing an even par 72 in the individual spot to land in a tie for 2nd and remains in the top 5 after a 3-over par 75 in the 2nd round. Sophomores Taylor Edlin and Molly Bebelar turned in the best days of the 5 Blue Raiders in the lineup, each finishing tied for 19th at 9-over par. Senior Caroline Caldill is 11 over par through 36 holes with junior Madison Smith one stroke back at 12 over par 156. After a throwaway round in the morning, senior Sophie Burks rebounded in the afternoon with an even par 72. Today's final round uh, will have the Lady Raiders teeing off. We will have the final results of this event for you coming up in tomorrow's update. All right, softball. Before it opens Conference USA play on Thursday, Middle Tennessee will take the short trip to Murray State today for its second midweek matchup of the season. Today's game was originally scheduled to begin at 4 o'clock, but both programs agreed to move it up an hour, so they're underway right now just finishing up at Murray as the Lady Raiders went in with a record of 13-12 and 12 overall. Murray State is 14-15. and 15. They are already 11-3 and three in Ohio Valley Conference play. Here's the uh, standings right now. Uh, only two, one, two teams have played a game in Conference USA play. FAU and FIU have played each other once, and FAU won that game. Otherwise, in non-conference uh, standings, Western Kentucky uh, has a 15 and four record. Marshall 10 and four. Charlotte 14 and seven. Middle 13 and 12. It is uh, North Texas 13 and seven. Southern Miss 18 and 11. UAB even at 13 and 13. Louisiana Tech is eight and 13. UTEP five and 11. And UTSA is six and 16. Well, softball, we mentioned this signing yesterday, but an already deep and talented 2022 pitching rotation recently added more depth and talent as Middle Tennessee softball announced the signing of mid-state pitcher Kerry Munn, a Manchester native and product of soon-to-be graduate of Coffee County High School, originally verbally committed to Auburn before deciding to play for head coach Jeff Breeden at Middle Tennessee. Munn is a two-sport athlete at Coffee County specializing in softball and volleyball. In addition to being her school's top three in career blocks, kills, and aces on the hardwood. She also boasts an ERA of 0.64 and an opponent batting average of .096 in her high school senior year. She's been named Female Athlete of the Year and her softball team's defensive MVP throughout her high school career. All right, time changes for baseball this weekend. If it's a weekend series... It's going to be time changes. They can't leave well enough alone. Well, Thursday, they have moved it from a 6 o'clock start up to a 3 o'clock start with the uh, uh, cold weather coming in. Uh, on Friday, doubleheader beginning at 1 o'clock, and Saturday's game has been moved from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. as Middle Tennessee will uh, play their first conference weekend at home, second conference weekend overall as they take on the Rice Owls. All right, that's it for Tuesday. More for you coming up on Wednesday right here. All righty, Chip. We appreciate you as always. 
Remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who will be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Coach Toman joining us. Uh, looking back last week in Conference USA, um, Old Dominion took three out of four from FIU. Uh, Charlotte took three out of four from Western Kentucky. Uh, FAU swept Marshall 4-0. In the West, uh, Middle and UAB split 2-2. Two and two. San Antonio beat Rice 3-1. And Louisiana Tech beat Southern Miss 3-1. Uh, this week, it's uh, Rice at Middle. Western Kentucky at FIU. Old Dominion at Marshall. UAB at Louisiana Tech. Southern Miss at Texas San Antonio and FAU at uh, Charlotte. So there we go. One week in the books, and you're right. You, you can't have lost weekends. Um, you've, you've got to at least win two, uh, you know. And, you know, getting one of those top eight spots is going to be tough. Um, there's some, um, you know, if you just look at middle's division, it's stacked. I mean, you look at Southern Miss and Rice at the bottom at one and three, but you got to feel like they're not going to be there. Um, so, you know, depending on what happens in the other division, certainly this division looks to be um, extremely tough, whereas maybe the East not as tough. But still some good teams over there. Charlotte, you know, they had a big weekend against UT. Uh, Old Dominion's always good. And uh, FAU. Um, it's always good. And FIU is dangerous. All right, we'll move on to high school baseball. Uh, of course, we got the Warrior Classic and softball and baseball this week, but we do have two nights of um, um, local action in baseball. Uh, last night, uh, these are all um, district games. Uh, Smyrna 2, Rockbell 1. Uh, Blackman 15, Laverne nothing, 
Stewart's Creek 4, Oakland 1, and Riverdale 2, Siegel 1. So Stewart's Creek, the only unbeaten team uh, thus far. Central Magnet beat Community 5-2, to two, and Middle Tennessee Christian School beat uh, Grace Christian 6-1. to one. And all those teams play today as well. Some games were moved up um, and moved. Uh, yesterday, the Creek-Oakland game uh, was supposed to be at um, Stewart's Creek, but their field was too wet, so they played at Oakland. So their game tonight, uh, scheduled for 6 o'clock, will now be at 5.30 uh, at Stewart's Creek. And the uh, Riverdale-Siegel game also will be played at 5.30. In softball, uh, Siegel won twice yesterday. They beat 4-6-4 uh, in Elkmont, 14-1. Uh, uh, Smyrna beat East Limestone, 14-2. Mount Juliet beat uh, Rockville, 10-6. Green Hill beat Rockville 6-1. Forrest beat Stewart's Creek 12-2. And North Jackson, Alabama beat Stewart's Creek 7-3. And in soccer, um, Providence Christian Academy uh, with a district win 4-3 over BGA. So, kind of where we are on sports. Uh, They're playing at every park every day. I don't know about tomorrow. That doesn't look overly promising, but um, uh, we shall see. Uh, The weather is going to be a little tricky this week. It's going to get a little cold. Uh, We didn't think these 70s were here to last, did we? We always have these dogwood winters and blackberry winters and whatnot, so it don't last long, but remind you that uh, uh, spring is here. Is here, but uh, still a lot of uh, cold uh, nights uh, awaiting us. All right, uh, let's move on. Um, Oakland running back Jordan James uh, is committed to the University of Georgia. Of course, he helped lead the Patriots to a state um, championship uh, this past season, and uh, he had narrowed his choice to about four to six teams, mostly all SEC teams. And uh, he is going to Georgia. So, obviously a very talented back. You saw that when you watched him play. But uh, uh, opportunity to go to the SEC and a five program. Um, Vanderbilt, interesting. Uh, yesterday, uh, the director of athletics or whatever they call her, uh, Lee, uh, said Vanderbilt has committed $300 million to athletic facilities and et cetera. Uh, that's a pretty big step um, for Vanderbilt. Uh, they've done it. They've supposedly got most of all the money ready to go to it. Um, you know, MTSU announced one. Their plans, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, money's hard to get these days, though. COVID has put a damper on a lot of issues, and um, it's all about facilities. You know, you've got to, if you want to compete, you got to have better facilities. You know, years and years ago, sports writers were um, writing columns and editorials about we're in an arms race, you're keeping up with the Joneses. 
Well, if you get behind, you're always going to be in. You're always going to be trying to keep up with them because they're going to continue to upgrade. And that's what's so vital for MTSU is to get their um, facilities upgraded, an indoor facility, practice facility, um, just uh, a lot of work needs to be done over there, a lot of structure work. And um, until they do that, um, I think you're going to find them a middle-run team most years um, because uh, for various reasons, um, kids want to know, all right, am I going to play on TV? Well, middle does that. Um, parents want to know, we're going to graduate. Middle does that. Do I have a chance uh, to play in the NFL? Well, we've seen that. Um, what's my locker room look like? What's, what's my stadium look like? What do our facilities look like? That's where middle's lacking. And I mean, they're lacking. I mean, they're way, way behind lacking. Uh, and I don't know how you can put it any other way. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break, and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, Edwin Lee Raymer here with the P.I. Show. We come to you every Sunday night from 8 until 10 p.m. We discuss some local politics, some national politics, and other issues just as they come aboard. So join us here every Sunday evening from 8 until 10 on WGNS. Good afternoon. Heavy traffic coming in from Davidson County into Rutherford. No surprise there. Traffic's been busy out here. Outbound last catches Pike. We did see quite a bit of radar earlier on 24 out around Epps Mill Road. A Princess Hot Chicken will be open inside the National Museum of African American Music on Broadway coming up in May. All the details, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. Hello again. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family, helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. 
Um, the Deshaun Watson lawsuit has now hit 19 uh, ladies or women that are um, accusing him of uh, sexual assault or misconduct. So presume, uh, reportedly 19 have now filed cases against him or lawsuits against him. All right, let's go to basketball. It's still going on. How'd I do over the weekend? I've got my bracket out here. Uh, my This is my new bracket, the one that was updated through uh, the weekend. Uh, I had Loyola winning. I had Syracuse winning. Um, Oregon State knocked off Loyola. And um, Houston disposed of Syracuse. Houston better than I thought they were. Saw them play a couple times this year against Memphis. And quite frankly, maybe one other time. And quite frankly, I thought they should have lost both times. But um, it shows you how good Memphis is, though. You know, they won the NIT. Um, there was good teams in that. You know, I think Memphis could have made the case. I mean, from a... Uh, Memphis probably was an NCAA tournament team, but it didn't do enough things necessary uh, to make the NCAA tournament. All right, the top part of the bracket, I had uh, Arkansas beating Oral Roberts, but what a game it was. Oral Roberts had a pretty decent, good look at the at, as the horn sounded to win that game. And, um, and I had them playing Baylor. Baylor did take care of Nova. But that was close. You know, Villanova had a pretty nice little lead there. And then when Baylor turns it on, though, well, they were so good defensively. Um, Them and Arkansas. Looked like Baylor was going to blow Arkansas out last night. Uh, Did not. Ended up being a a tight game. Uh, But Baylor was able to pull away and win. All right, let's look at the other bracket. I had... I had, uh, let's see, had Gonzaga over Creighton. I think most everybody did. I had USC over Oregon. They put it on Oregon. I had um, Michigan winning. They did. And I had Alabama winning. They did not. Did not hit their free throws. And UCLA uh, won and got to the Elite Eight. So tonight, we've got um, UCLA and Michigan. Um, good matchup. Y'all like the way UCLA's playing. But you know, Michigan keeps winning. And without one of their best players' livers in the lineup. They just won't go out and make shots and win. Should be a great one. Then USC and Gonzaga. I'm telling you, the last two ga- the last two games, the way USC's played, Gonzaga Gonzaga better bring it, or they're going to lose. I still pick Gonzaga. I also picked Alabama. Alabama, you know, a lot of people feel like should have won that game. Me being one of them, but they didn't. But I am really looking forward to this 
SC Gonzaga game, and it may be a stinker. Who knows? But um, I just like the way they play. They got great length. Um, Gonzaga's got good experience, good depth. Should be a whale of a game. And then it'll set us up for the Final Four. It's going to be kind of weird. Usually the Final Four is um, um, the week of the Masters. And then the championship game is the day after the green jacket is um, placed upon the winner. So a little different this year. All right, women's hoops. Uh, Rick Ensel will join us tomorrow. Um, can tell you right now, he's um, probably will not discuss much or any of the uh, Hayes girls' decision to enter into the transfer portal. His um, stance has always been that he talks about players that are on his team. And um, Anastasia Hayes and Aislinn Hayes both um, entered the portal. They were MTSU's top two leading scorers this year. So that's a blow. So uh, that's some middle maybe looking at the portal themselves. They've got recruiting to do now. Um, so we'll ask, we will talk with Coach about um, uh, his team, their run, um, and, you know, probably bring up Rice. Uh, uh, Rice won the, the women's NIT. So, uh, pretty Conference USA, pretty well represented uh, in that. And then, of course, last night, um, Arizona headed to the Final Four for the first time. That's good for the women's game, I think. Um, Connecticut going, what, the 18th, 19th time in a row. Um, Boy, that was a Terrible no call at the end of the game, though. Little gal from Baylor got hammered. She got body hit in the face, and the refs just swallowed their whistles. And, you know, you can say, well, they don't need to decide the game. Hey, that's a foul. And a foul's a foul. She still would have had to gone to the line and made both freebies. And she was a uh, reserve player. So there's no guarantee on that stage she would have done that. She should have at least gotten the opportunity to do that. That's about as bad of a call or no call that you're ever going to see in, in a basketball game. I mean, it was just terrible. But, again, congratulations to um, UConn. They hit some awful big shots in that game. And that freshman is uh, an unbelievable player. Uh, for UConn. So, anyway, um, it's a little look at the hoops. Again, tonight, you got uh, Gonzaga and USC and Michigan and UCLA. So, should be two good ball games. If you watch them, enjoy them. If not, then that's fine. All righty, that's going to do it for today's show. Again, Coach Ensel will join us tomorrow. We look forward to visiting with him. Uh, Until then, everybody have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parts Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.